From the Imtech Consulting Offices in downtown Midland, it's The Catwalk, presented by Performance Chemical. Embrace the chaos and join us for relatable stories from industry executives, social entrepreneurs, community and nonprofit leaders right here in Midland. Welcome all you catwalkers to another a day of broadcast excellence. Welcome back. It's been a great week. We are here to edify you in the way that we only can. Chris is sitting across from me. He is producing tonight. We're so grateful for that. I am riding solo. I am your host, Jay Whitlow, and we are locked in. We are loaded, and we are aerodynamic. We have a great guest tonight that we're going to bring in in just a minute, but I want to give you a couple of items before we introduce our guests. So we are going to be doing uh, the catwalk before the C4K, which is a concert for kids which is uh, sponsored by 311 Ministries. We're gonna talk a little bit about that a little bit later in the show, but I wanted to get that on your calendar because that show is going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna be at the La Hacienda. The event is at 6.30, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in the show with our special guests. We're also going to be at the Permian Basin International Oil Show on October the 17th, 18th, and 19th. We'll be in booth J53, no relation to me, but it's J53, and we're gonna be doing the show there all three days. We'll give you more information on that. We'd love to see you stop by our booth, stop by the oil show, say hi to us as we uh, do a remote from the Permian Basin Oil Show. So we're excited about that. Well, enough about that let's go straight into welcoming our very special guest this is my friend this is kelsey gilbert kelsey welcome hi thank you for having me i'm We're excited so glad that you're here <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> yeah tell us a little bit uh, our vi- our uh, viewers listeners may not know we have been friends for a couple of years uh we served together with 311 but go ahead and just introduce tell us what we need to know about kelsey well, um, I am Jesus follower. I am a wife to Ryan and mom to Charlotte. So those are my three main hats that I wear most of the time. Um, I am born and raised in Wilmington, North Carolina. So a little ways from Midland. Yeah. And um, I went to school at UNC. So go Tar Heels. Okay. Um, and I, uh, my husband's an Aggie, though, so Texas A&M is a, a Texas school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I have a shirt, actually, that says, I married into this, so people know I don't know all the crazy, weird things they do. Is it like do. a cult? It is. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The first time I experienced yeah. it, I was very, uh, didn't really know what I was getting yeah. into, but it is something, that's for sure. That is true, yeah. So, um, but, and... I guess just fun fact, I'm the oldest of a lot of siblings, so I've got some uh, brothers and sisters through marriage and adoption, so I'm the oldest of six. Wow. Um, yes. Six. <laughs> yes, okay. six. So it's uh, it's definitely very lively in our house at all times. Now, where do the other five live? So I have um, a brother and sister in Virginia with my dad and stepmom. Okay. Uh, my dad's retired Navy, so he's over there. Um, and then my brother and sister are in Indiana okay. with my mom and stepdad. And then my other sister is in Austin, actually, and my last sister is still in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. So we're a little all over the place. You're everywhere. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. Well, we'd love to hear the story. Ad- adoption's big for me. 
uh, my oldest is adopted. So at some point, uh, maybe in the future, we can have you back. Yeah, and for we sure. Talk specifically about that. Now you are working at Conoco Phillips. Is that correct? I am. Yes. Yeah. What do you do for them? So I'm a land negotiator for them or land man. Um, and um, so I was originally with Concho, um, and then uh, 2021. Yeah, that would have been January 2021. We were officially bought by Conoco Phillips, so I've been with them ever since. Awesome. Um, awesome. Well, I know we can talk a little bit more about that later, but you know, driving in, uh, it's a little cooler outside. I'm kind of loving it. Was it raining too. when you drove in? It wasn't raining, but I am thoroughly excited. It's under a hundred degrees. <laughs> yeah. Are you full fall right now? Oh yeah. I got the boots on and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I've got the shorts on, but I got a sweat shirt kind of thing on. So yeah. So that makes me think driving in, I wanted to, and I want to get your take on this. I fought myself wanting to put Christmas music on. I, Is that wrong of me? Well, I definitely am all about Christmas, yeah. but I'm a can't start Christmas till at least I put my Christmas decorations up the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. Only because we go out of town for Thanksgiving. So when I come back home, I want my house to immediately be Christmas and not have to do yeah. all the work. Yeah. So I do it beforehand, um, but I'm definitely, I think Thanksgiving deserves a little bit of love before we jump straight into Christmas. That's, that's true. Now, there's some people that would argue with you. Oh, yes, for sure. And I bet we get some comments because uh, there's some that are like, no, as soon as it's Halloween, yes. it's Christmas. My sister-in-law would be one of those people. Really? <laughs> yes, she she would want Christmas year-round. <laughs> well, I would want fall year-round. Uh, yes. I uh, love I love fall, but okay. So in the Gilbert House, it is Christmas. The week of Thanksgiving is when you do Christmas decorations. What about Christmas music? Christmas music not till the. We so my in-laws are really big Black Friday shoppers, so I okay. married into that. And so when we go Black Friday shopping, we've got our Christmas shirts on. It's Christmas music time. Are you? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Okay. So you're full blown into the Black Friday shopping. Yes. Wearing all nighters when they were doing the all nighters, they, oh, businesses have yes. moved away from that. But we were the all nighter people. Because you could do online shopping now. Yes. So do you still put the Christmas shirts on if you do online shopping? No, I think we definitely <laughs> still go to the physical stores and then anything yeah. that's left over. I, I definitely will try to do all the online shopping and then Cyber Monday, of course, try yeah, to get everything absolutely. done. Okay, so uh, I, we're the same way. The week of Thanksgiving, uh, we want to celebrate Thanksgiving, obviously, and, and I love the season of fall. And we'll talk about some places that you've traveled and, and maybe there's been some really pretty fall places there. But I like, I wish I could be in Christmas all year long as far as the spirit of it, maybe not the decorations of it, but when do you tear everything down? Oh, okay. So tearing this is a hot topic at my Tearing house. everything down has to be done before January 1st. Really? Okay, so yes. you, you wouldn't last long in my house. <laughs> I normally yeah. in, you know, like December 31st, you know, yeah. because we're off from work. And so that's yeah. when I have the time to do it. But I definitely try to get it done before January 2nd. <laughs> okay, so we go to, we, we spend Christmas at home usually, or we'll travel somewhere. But then over New Year's, we go with our family. Mm -hmm. And it's usually at a ranch or at our family ranch. So... 
we don't want to take everything down prior to that because when the kids were little they were like no it's still christmas because we're doing christmas with grandparents so we come back and then that's when we tear everything down it's like the second or third but if i had my way i would keep it up till the end of january i know some people that do that you put all this Uh, effort in yes for it only to be up for like three weeks so (laughs) you put lights on the roof and stuff i mean you really go all out no we don't my husband is He's, he won't get on board he's, with the lights on the house. Because he has to do it? Either. He, paying somebody, he said, I don't want to pay yeah. anybody, nor do I want to do it. So yeah. there's no lights on the house. But I'm hoping that when Charlotte's a couple years older, we can uh, get Charlotte to say, Daddy, can we please? She's uh, a year and a half right now. So okay. give it a couple years and we'll be able to ask Dad. She'll be able to ask Dad to get the lights on the house. She All she's got to do is just... Twinkle those eyes yes. and, you know, kind of pull on daddy. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Exactly. And the two girls, you know, and then the son was in the middle and he was like, I don't care if the lights are on. But the girls were like, we got to have lights on the house. I'm like, I have to take out a second loan yes. to have some of those lights put out, you know. So, okay. So do you have a favorite Christmas carol, Christmas song? Um, Probably Mary Did You Know. That's a great that's song. A, that's a great one Um, as far as... Um, and then I definitely love, so my favorite Christmas CD, I should yeah. say, because my mom had the CDs growing up, is Motown Christmas. It is the Temptations, what? Jackson 5, oh and my it goodness. is the best Christmas album. It's my favorite. I, so yeah. you never probably would have guessed it, no, but I, I love Motown that. Christmas. Motown Christmas. Well, man, I wish we, I wish I'd have known that. We could be playing some Motown right <laughs> yeah. now. But okay. I do love regular Motown, too. Yeah. So this this weather just really excites me because I'm, I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to get into the fall clothes, football season. Now, you said that you're married into the Aggie cult yes. bill, uh, but you went to UNC. Were you involved in some uh, activities at college? Did you play yes. sports? Did, what, what did you do at UNC? So I spent most of my time on club cheer. So okay. very similar to competitive cheer, um, all-star cheer for anyone who's in the cheer world. Um, it's very similar to that, just the collegiate level. Um, so we competed in Atlanta and Daytona Beach every year. Um, Daytona mm. Beach is the National Cheer Association uh, college nationals. So we competed there every year. And then Atlanta is one of the largest yeah. uh, competitions in the country as well. So it was a blast. Oh. I, I was a competitive dancer and then moved into competitive cheer um, in junior high and high school. So I just loved it and kept kept it up through college. And it was it was a blast. It was an honor to represent UNC and just be able to That's do cool. something I love. Um, Did y'all win? So we won in Atlanta okay, uh, my yeah. sophomore year okay. of um, school, and then we actually got fifth out in um, Daytona Beach when I was a sophomore as well. That year we won in Atlanta, yeah. and then we also got fifth in Daytona, which was a really big deal um, because I, I believe there was like 15 or so 15 to 20 teams in right. our division. So Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Now – a&M does not have no cheerleaders. No, they have yell leaders. Per se, right? So they actually have so a tell- club team that's the same as what I they did. Do. They have a club team, but we don't. They don't cheer on the sidelines 
club okay. teams don't cheer on the sidelines, so they just compete. It's an all-girl team. Okay. Um, and so at A&M, they have their yell leaders that are on the sidelines for games and, and things like that. And they're guys. Yes, and they're guys and yeah. their overalls. Um, and then um, they, but they do, I remember competing against yeah. them for really? their club team. So they, for people who love cheer, they do get the opportunity to still okay. do it at A&M, just okay. not on the sideline. Just not on the sideline. <laughs> now, weird was Ryan uh, a cheerleader or, yeah, no. sorry, yell leader? No, was he, he was not. He was not. He actually um, played baseball through most of college, mm -hmm. um, went to... Uh, Weatherford and then okay. um, Alvin Community College and okay. then University of Houston at Victoria playing baseball jumped around a little bit and then he graduated and was like well I have a degree in psychology I guess I should go back to school so he went yeah. back to school for industrial distribution at A&M so okay, wow. he's kind of was has a little bit of everything. Do you guys go to A&M games or do you go to UNC games? So we haven't ever been to a UNC game together um, just so pretty far to travel yeah. to but um we did in the first few years of our marriage go to a lot of a&m games um i remember the first time he took me to midnight yell uh -oh. he told me nothing so it was I a surprise it was a surprise that's yeah. for sure it was something that's <laughs> yeah it was uh definitely an experience now where did y'all meet so we actually met here in Midland um, at Mid Cities Church. Okay. So we, um, I worked there at the time when I first moved to Midland, mm -hmm. and um, he was in Bible study there and attending church there. So we met through their young professionals group there. Awesome. So, so what yeah. brought you to Midland? Um, so my parents, my mom and stepdad moved to Midland with my uh, two sisters and brothers. So uh, my stepdad sells modular homes. Mm -hmm. And so those are the houses that come like half built down the, okay. yeah. when you're driving down the road, there's like half of a house on a truck. That's modular. And that I get um, frustrated with because they yeah. take up all the road. Yes. Yeah, that's, um, that's so, that. yeah. um, so people need houses quick out here. That's mm -hmm. we needed. We needed housing quickly. And so modular is a great way to go. So there was a sure. market here. So he moved here for his job. Um, my family followed along. And when I graduated from UNC, I was just like, well, I don't know what I want to do. To so I guess I'll <laughs> move to Midland. And I'm so glad I did. It's the best decision I ever made. Okay. Now, um, how did you end up at Conch or Concho first, right? Yes. And then Conoco. Yes. Tell me about that journey. So I actually, um, so I was at Mid-Cities and then um, decided that I felt like I needed to branch out um, uh, into, you know, corporate America. And yeah. so um, I started working at reception um, for Concho. So I worked at the front desk and in the mail room. Mm -hmm. And then about a year later, um, I was... Um, I, there was a job for a land assistant position, so I moved over into there. And then throughout the next five and a half years now, I've moved up from land assistant to land tech to land coordinator to land man. To so land I'm man. just, wow. yeah, just What's worked next my way. after that? Uh, just a senior land man, <laughs> you know, you, that. Will you get to yeah, that Yeah, eventually I hope to get to that point. And then, you know, if state becoming a supervisor or something like that's in the future yeah. that would be awesome too so now what does ryan do does he work at conoco as well no. so ryan um he sells drill bits so he works okay. for reed hack log um which is a branch of right. national oil varco so yeah. um so he's been doing that since for the last um it'll be 10 years in january oh, wow. that he's sold drill bits so he is um currently the um sales manager for the permian 
um, for a read yeah. blog. Okay. So, yeah. so land man, mm-hmm. um, what what is what do you do? Tell me what that. Yeah. So a lot of people are very don't really even I'm understand like, what, what the land, the land man. man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when we're drilling a well, so you have the land on top which mm-hmm. is our surface, and then you have the land all underneath, which is our minerals. So um, we have specifically surface landmen who deal with the people on top, right. and then I deal with everyone below. So my job is to, one, make sure that we have the right to be there, that we've gotten a lease and we're approved, and that we're doing everything we're supposed to do under the lease. That's mm-hmm. the agreement that we have with the mineral owner um, to drill and pull um, you know, oil and gas out of the ground. And then my other job is making sure that the people who own the minerals under the ground are getting paid appropriately, correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be one person. It could be thousands of people. It just depends. Um, it's pretty crazy. You know, wow. in the, ba- way back in the early parts, you know, the state of Texas gave somebody some a piece of property. And then as they die or they sell it, it just gets carved up into a million little pieces. And so my job is making sure all of that equals 100%. Wow. 100% is accounted track, for. Do you have to track down people? Sometimes. sometimes yeah, sometimes there's is people. Is that frustrating? It can be. There's a lot of times where people don't even realize they own minerals and you just yeah, call I, them I up. I don't know if I own any minerals. Yes. Or not, so. Yeah, they have no idea. So you track them down and they're like, and especially if they don't live in Texas, right. New Mexico, it places where people drill, they definitely have no idea. They're like, what are you talking about? Um, the yeah. People in New York are definitely unsure. Well, I own what? And so. Oh, so you find people that. All over. Don't, they don't live in Midland. Correct. But they own the land. Yeah, so somehow they've that. acquired it from their grandpa or something. Yeah. And, or their distant and they just didn't know. relative and wow. just didn't know, and they're the last surviving relative. It's pretty crazy um, how it falls, like yeah. how it splits out. So from where you're sitting at ConocoPhillips, and I know there was a merger and, and purchasing and stuff, what, from the chair you sit in as Landman, what do you see the industry heading toward? Is it positive, is it negative, is, is things are growing, or is it stagnant? What, what do you see from where you sit? So, um, in my opinion, I think that we're in a pretty good place right now. I feel like we've been really steady through um, these last uh, year or so, that Mm -hmm. it's been pretty steady. It seems like, um, you know, the rig count and wells drilled and everything is just planning to stay very steady. Um, Everything that I have seen is that there's no reason to, you know, drop rigs or not not drill um and so we're just kind of at that steady place i mean obviously bearing a covid or you know something going on in another part of the world i feel like i feel pretty confident that it's just going to be a pretty steady market right now um and i do think that we'll continue to see maybe some more big bigger companies coming in with acquisitions and things like that that's Um, awesome that's awesome. Yeah. So your journey to Midland came from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I met your husband here. Yes. Um, have you traveled? Anywhere? Yes. You said that you didn't go to North Carolina games, but have you traveled much before you got married or what, since you've been married? What yes. Some of your favorite places that you've been. So um, my husband is a very avid Astros fan. 
I could probably name okay. the lineup. We are done with this interview. Oh, no. We are done. Chris is like, cut it, cut it. No, yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> it's one of those things where um, I married him, and yeah. it is Married much, into that one, too. Yes, huh? it yeah. is pretty much a guarantee that we're going to watch some, if not all, of every single game of the season, oh, wow. if we can. Um, so like for instance, my daughter, Charlotte is a year and a half old. Yeah. And when she sees a TV, she says baseball and Astros, because that is the only thing that is on TV okay. 99% of the time. Okay. So that, that ma I got to ask this question. What was the first word she spoke? The first word she spoke was data, of course, but uh, out of those two, it was baseball. And then we've wow, slowly, that's impressive. yes, we've slowly, she's got Astros down now. So, and yeah. um, then now we're going to work on Gigum and uh, Tar Heels. Well, so. she's, oh, she's got to work on Strike and You're Out and <laughs> yes, all yes. of those too. Yes. And so uh, Houston Astros make up a huge part of our life. Yeah, so we okay. actually travel based on Houston Astros schedule. So if they played in St. Louis, you'd go to a St. Louis yes. game. Wow, so okay. one of my favorite um, trips that we've taken. I did not know this about you. This yeah, is awesome. so yeah. Um, one of our, my favorite trips that we took was in September 2019. Okay. So we went to Boston and we saw the Astros play in Fenway. And that's just. Love Fenway. I mean, Boston was just beautiful and just super clean and just we walked everywhere. It was so yeah, nice. Yeah. It was beautiful out. Fenway was just an experience in itself. Um, and so we went and saw the Ushers play in Fenway. Yeah. They won. It was great. Yeah. Um, and then we actually drove from Boston to Cooperstown, New York, met up with my sister-in-law and yeah. brother-in-law, and um, went to the Baseball Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah. Cause it, I'm and jealous. then yeah. yeah. And yeah. then both of uh, and then all of us drove to Niagara Falls to the Canadian side. Okay. Niagara Falls. So we spent a couple of days there. Niagara Falls is amazing as well. I've never been. Yes, yeah. the Canadian side. Definitely go to yeah. the Canadian side. Um, it's it's weird, but an experience. Like yeah. it's beautiful and terrifying all at the same time because it's just so powerful. Um, and then from Niagara Falls, we drove through Canada to Detroit and saw the Astros play so the Tigers. Kind of a, we just went yeah. straight across. Wow. And um, that's probably my most fun trip because we just... That sounds amazing. Yeah, we took like five, I think it was six days total with travel and everything. Just um, now, We did Fast and Furious, but it was so fun. Were you a baseball fan prior to meeting I was. Him? I was. Okay. I, so um, he didn't just bring you into this? No, so. I liked baseball before. So when we, I just, you know, assumed being an Astros yeah, yeah. fan when we favorite got married. Favorite Astro. So my favorite Astro is pr currently is probably Kyle Tucker. I okay. I think he's just one of those guys that uh, came in a little bit underrated. Like yeah. they brought him up, he's people gritty. didn't think yeah. he, he yeah. was going to be great. And then, and I remember being like, "No, Kyle Tucker is really good." And then yeah. now he's just like blowing it out yeah. of the park. Yeah. So yeah. I I feel like I predicted well with that so one. So he's current favorite. Who yes? Who would be your all time favorite? Um. Or maybe not even Astro player, but any player. Um, I'll be honest. I never really paid attention to Major League Baseball until yeah. we got married. So, And we got married in 2016. So I okay. guess if I had to pick a previous one, it would probably be George Springer. Okay. Um, wow, yeah. So, outfielder? Yes, outfielder, yeah. Springer Dingers, you know, yeah, like that, they're just. That's true. Yeah, wow. they're just fun. Um, we should have a baseball Yuli, trivia. Yuli yeah, Guriel is a very interesting character. Yeah. La Pina, he's got the 
crazy hair that looks like a pineapple, so they call him La Pina. That's true. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I probably can name the starting lineup. It's pretty bad. <laughs> have, have you been to a playoff game or World Series? Yes, we actually went to the World Series in twenty seven. Was it twenty seventeen or eighteen? Is that the one that is under question? I believe so. Yes. yes. So yes. we will not get into that. Yes, but, uh, but it was amazing. We won yeah. the game. It was it's act, it was actually our anniversary. So my husband looked at me and was like, "Are you good with doing this for our anniversary?" I'm like, "It yeah. sounds great." Sounds great. Yes. Okay. Have you been anywhere outside of the U.S.? Yes. It's not baseball related. Yes, we went to Costa Rica also okay. December 2019, and that was. Okay amazing yeah. um we went to galveston for a couple of days for our honeymoon so yeah. costa rica was like a delayed honeymoon for yeah, us so that's awesome yeah it was i've great. never been to costa rica but I've i would to, recommend it to anybody yeah. it was amazing i've been to europe europe's my favorite england i've never been yeah. not on that side of the world yeah. so i would love to but my husband's this, actually going to south africa in a couple oh, weeks to okay. go hunting so that's awesome. he'll get to see a, a different part of the world yeah. so yeah i the weather when we were talking about weather mm -hmm. earlier, this makes me think of London. London weather, yeah, just yes. The, just the, the clouds and the mist and rain. And I'm like, I just want to be somewhere where there's a real fall. Yes, yes. Right? I get very jealous of my parents like in Indiana. It's like three days in the months <laughs> of fall, autumn here yes. that we get. And I'm like, I want to go somewhere where they really have October. Yes. You my know? parents in Indiana, they get like the leaves change and everything, yeah. the whole nine, but they have a pretty brutal winter. So, <laughs> so let's talk about Midland. Um, you got, you guys are newly married since mm -hmm. 2016, 16. I believe. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have a new child, mm -hmm. uh, Charlotte. Um, how do you feel Midland does for young families is, do you think there's enough uh, in Midland? Could we do more? Is there too much? What, what do you think? So we actually love Midland. We love the, it's just a lot slower. Mm -hmm. So my husband's from outside the Houston area. And so we just love the fact that it's a lot slower. Um, it's not as crazy as, you know, Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston area, Austin, any of the big cities are sure. going to be, but we still have a lot of people here and a lot to offer um and so we just i mean the fact that my job and my house are six minutes apart i mean that doesn't That's i crazy. can go pick up my daughter and yeah. be home within less than 15 minutes and then i get to spend all that time with her versus being in the car for an hour yeah. to get home in those bigger cities so we love that um man midland has done i was just talking to someone today about so my daughter and I, we go to the Children's Museum. The Museum mm -hmm. of the Southwest has a Children's Museum. Um, it's wonderful. It's free on Sundays, right. every Sunday. So we go there every Sunday afternoon. Um, the Dennis the Menace Park is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has four, basically like five different playgrounds in one place and like this pirate ship splash pad yep, thing yep. when it's hot so that's amazing um we've got centennial park that puts on all of i mean they've got the music class they've got the movies in the park that, i mean mm -hmm. the splash pad they've got everything um we do music garden at st luke's so you can do music class right, with your right. kids like i feel like we Midland has a ton to offer for young kids and just starting a family and everything like we love just the the slower pace here yeah. and just that the community here we really do love 
the friends that we have here and the community that we've built here um, because and just through all of those different avenues like really is a ton to do so you, you don't feel like you're missing out no not being in houston or dallas you know i hear that some mm-hmm. it's like oh there's nothing to do here like there is there but then i hear you and and other young families say there is plenty to do here so what what's the one thing you would say to maybe somebody who's moving in from a houston dallas to get transferred mm. through oil and gas or whatever uh and you would say what's that one thing you would say to them the advice about midland so my favorite thing about midland is that there is not that much to do so it forces you to be mm. in fellowship with people it yeah. for community we, we yeah. have you have to build a community and most of our time is spent hanging out in our backyard grilling burgers watching college football just hanging out and that's how we've built our friendships and these friendships have we've watched these people get married they watched us get married we've watched them have kids they've watched us have kids and we've just built that community and so for a new family that's moving here i would just say be willing to put yourself out there yeah. go to the bible that's study church go to the brewery go to the kids events wherever it is that you want to go you will find someone like-minded with you and be able to build that friendship in that community but you have to be willing to put yourself out there and put in that effort um we have you know we know Great people point. who come out here and they just sit at their house they go home after work every day and they just sit in their house and they don't ever leave and then they're mad and say it's terrible out here yeah but so you do have to put in the effort where i feel like in the bigger cities it maybe just kind of falls in your lap true, some true. but i think if you really put in that effort it's worth it it's so worth it. I mean, I met my husband here, my maid of honor here. I've built, I have just this strong knit community of women and married couples and just friends. I mean, the amount of kids that we've all had kids at the same time. So Charlotte's got built in friends. So it's just been, I just would encourage any young family just to really make that effort and put the time in to try and meet people um, and just go to any of the events we've got amazing you know um there's different instagram accounts and everything telling you you all the events that we've got going on so there's plenty to do and um like the uh the beer at tall city brewery two degrees of separation somebody knows somebody that you know and so you'll just make friends through that too well and i appreciate you saying that because one of the reasons why we started this specific podcast is and i know there's other ways like you said the instagram accounts there's other people that are doing uh podcasts and things to connect people but one of the reasons why we wanted to and i appreciate you saying what you did was because we wanted to connect people we come out of performance chemical uh in the oil and gas industry as a service provider Um, i have a background in ministry and and doing uh volunteer work which we'll talk briefly about in a second but we wanted to connect because I, I will run into people, Chris will run into people, you'll run into people that, oh, I didn't know we had that here. Yes. I didn't know that that restaurant was here. I didn't know that that lady did that service or that man had that business or whatever. And so the only way you're going to know that is to talk about it. The only way you're going to know about that is to, to put yourself out there, like you said. So I appreciate you saying that. One of the things that I think you would agree on, because we serve on the board for 311, is Midland is good about having nonprofits that take care of 
issues and things that happen when I mean, we have ministry for homeless we have ministry for trafficking we have ministry for children who don't have school supplies and uh, so one of the things that I think you would agree with on is to plug yourself into serving yes and volunteering tell me I know what 311 does mm-hmm. what what do you see from your perspective about 311 and why is it important to volunteer yes so 311 um we have our our main we have three main projects that we do throughout the year Um, and i think what makes us special is that we partner with the counselors um, at the schools and the and the child advocates at the schools and when they see a need they know that we they can come to us and they Mm -hmm. can get the help that they need Um, and so we have prom where we provide dresses shoes we all know the prom dresses are Mm -hmm. crazy expensive so um we're able to provide that i mean these are gorgeous dresses and they come in and they get to try them on and figure out exactly what dress they want to wear um and then we have back to or it's uh kids in khakis Mm -hmm. now and that's a year-round thing so you know a lot of places will do a back to school event where kids will get clothes and school supplies and everything but by winter time they've grown out of their shoes or clothes or they got shorts and they need pants now and everything so we're able to step in and provide that for those students when they um get too big for um what they got at the beginning of school year um and then our our largest project is our christmas project Um, we just really feel like, you know, no child should have to not have Christmas. We just talked about how special Christmas is. And so we're able to step in and provide, um, new clothes, jackets, shoes, and then just a couple items from their wish list, um, that they otherwise wouldn't get. Um, and so I think, um, a lot of people here in Midland, because we live in the oil and gas industry, they think everybody's got money. Everybody's doing fine, and there's nobody here that needs help. And that couldn't be further from the truth. absolutely. There are thousands of people that live in Midland that are struggling. I think it's almost 50% of kids in MISD are on some sort of reduced or free lunch. Yeah. It's a very high high number. I haven't looked at the statistic in a few years, but it used to be very high. And then obviously with COVID and just still, you know, even though that was a few years ago, we're still trying to get back on our feet. Um, and so I just really think just putting putting the time back into your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the um, one of the frustrating parts about Midland is people treat it like a job site and not their home. Oh, that's good. So point. they come in and they just and it's just a pit stop along the way. They're mm-hmm. coming in and they're leaving and they don't really take the time to invest in the community. And I wish that people would know it it's if you invested in the community, you would enjoy your time that's, here more. That's, that's great. I mean it, great point. You would just because you put in when you put in some sweat and you know you yeah. put some equity in whether it's sweat equity or money equity right. into something then you take ownership of it and you have pride in it and i think if you can find somewhere to serve and volunteer here in midland we would love to have you at 311 Absolutely. or um, any of the multitude if of places that we have here like if you can just put in that time and effort or money then you you will you will reap the benefits of that because yeah. you will just see Midland thrive, and that's Absolutely. that's what yeah. we want. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time. Can you stay around another minute? 
And now MTech Consulting presents Why Today Doesn't Suck. We want to make sure that everybody um, is valued and important. And the reason why we do something called Why Today Doesn't Suck is because you're valuable and you're important. And we want people to understand that in the month of September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. Back on the 10th of September, it was a specific day that was set aside to remember, uh, to um, promote uh, awareness and help uh, students and adults with uh, suicide prevention. So we have partnered with an organization called To Write Love on Our Arms. I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not. Um, we'll put in the show notes, we'll put uh, a little bit about that organization, but they primarily sell merchandise, t-shirts, uh, accessories, hats, and their proceeds for that go to help students and teenagers and young adults receive counseling. So they may maybe they can't pay for counseling, but you can buy a shirt for 20 bucks and that $20 will go to help them. And so they are a great organization. We'll put all that in the show notes, but for $75, you can pay for one student to receive counseling from a certified therapist and they will connect with people in the cities and schools and and get those people connected so we really want to make sure that everyone that's listening that's watching knows how valuable they are how special it is that we need you here on earth this this cannot be done if you're not here that's how valuable you are and this is a great organization to help with that just like 311 has their lane of helping uh, kids who can't afford school supplies or clothes or Christmas gifts, as you spoke about, this organization does a great job for that. It's, it's, it's worldwide, and so we want to make sure that you uh, check in on that. Tell us a little bit about Concert for Kids. That is the 311s event on October the 5th. What can, just briefly, what can we expect from that night? So, Concert for Kids is a blast. Um, it is so much fun. We've we're out at La Hacienda. Um, we've got amazing silent auction items. Mm-hmm. We've got a great live auction as well. There's um, amazing food. We're going to have steak and chicken. Um, and we are going to have um, State Line Band mm-hmm. that's going to open up. And then we're going to have Treaty Oak Revival, which I Can't am wait. so excited. Yep. They're from Odessa. And yep. so I'm really excited to have them. And they're kind of up and coming in the Texas country world. So they're going to be a blast. Um, I haven't seen them in concert before, so I'm really excited to yeah. get to experience it. And then, you know, obviously all of this is to support the kids here in MISD in Midland, Texas, that all of the proceeds are going to help those students. So I'm super excited to do concert for kids again. And your organization, uh, like ConocoPhillips or like Performance Chemical, or maybe uh, individually, you can purchase tables, uh, sponsorship, and there's all kinds of different uh, levels of that. We will put on the show notes, the web, web address where you can go do that. But I think you and I both would echo each other that we want to sell that out. Yes. Uh, we want to make sure that every to- table is sold, that every chair is filled, not just for the silent auctions, which is going to be great. Yes. But And I've seen some of those, and the live auction will be great, but for the band, but just for the opportunity to support our community, and I think that is important. So let's um, – Let's do what we can and support 311 as well as other nonprofits as well. Uh, We always answer a few questions, but before we do that, we want to celebrate one 
National Day this week. So today is actually National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Are you a big chocolate milkshake fan? I Yes, I, I'm not upset about this National Day at all. Well, we're going to have, uh, from our friends over at Whataburger. Oh, yes. We are going to have, I even got Chris a milkshake. He's, he's already been enjoying it over there. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so chocolate milkshake. Let me give you just a little bit uh, history of chocolate milkshake. Did you know? Is it good? It's perfectly. Still oh, yeah. can get it out of the straw, but oh, still yeah. frozen yeah. enough. Yeah. So the term milkshake first appeared in 1885, referred to an alcoholic beverage. Oh. Yes. So this is not. <laughs> no. This was not. Okay. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Whataburger but doesn't do that. <laughs> Whataburger doesn't do that. But in 1900, they moved from more of the uh, healthy eggnog type drink, is what it was called, to more of a wholesome drink with strawberries and chocolate and vanilla syrup and everything so while we answer these questions why don't we just enjoy our chocolate syrup so grab out of that mug there and ask me a question okay now these are off the wall so i can't how do you wipe the tears of fish that cry underwater <laughs> how do you wipe the tears of fish that cry underwater well i guess after you catch them you would then wipe their tears because they're going to be sad that they got caught, right? But they're really not underwater. So I, I don't do, do, do fish cry, though? Um, I'm going to say no. And how would you know if they were crying underwater? I'm going to say they probably don't cry. I just feel like that that seems counterproductive to have tears know. underwater. But it's a great <laughs> question. This is a really good milkshake. Yes, it is a very good milkshake. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask one. I'm just going to put this right here. So, uh-oh. Want to make sure that we get to answer some of those questions. Okay, here's mine. When, okay, this ought to be funny. When was the last time you binge ate peanut butter? Binge ate peanut butter. <laughs> okay, this is actually. Do you even like peanut butter? I guess that's the I question. I love peanut butter. Yeah. And so I don't sit there and eat it, you know, by itself, but I right. definitely will. I'm a big scoop of peanut butter on a banana or apple person, so oh, it's probably been within okay. the last, like, definitely within the last three months. I've just taken a big spoon of peanut butter, put it on my apple or banana, and you gotta I want, be healthy with I it. Want you more, can't be healthy. I want more peanut butter than uh, fruit, fruit on it. Yes, yeah. I okay. love peanut butter. <laughs> okay, all right, ask me one. <clears throat> okay. Do you like the, the milkshake? It's good. Oh, it's yes. delicious. Um, in the word scent, which is silent, the S or the C? In the word scent, so I guess it's like... Uh, like what you smell. What you smell, okay. In the word scent, Chris, you may have to help me out on this one. What, What's S or C? I'm going to say the C is silent because S starts the word, and I would think scent, that's a really good well, question. That's right. Knife would be the same thing. Is it a K or the N? So, right? Well, what I'm saying is... Oh, I messed that your, one up. <laughs> under your logic, it would be... Knife, yeah. Oh, it would be knife. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to say the S is... No, the C is silent in scent. Would that be... Would, would you agree to that? I mean, either could be silent because if the S is silent, <laughs> it starts... It's 
sent, as in like a coin. And if the C is silent, it's sent, as in you sent something like in the seen, mail. Right. So, but to I, smell something. But to smell something, I feel like the C is the silent. Just I would think so. I, yeah. I feel like your logic yeah. is. Okay. I mean, it definitely doesn't work for knife, but at least for sin, it works. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more. Last one. Uh, what, okay. This is really weird. What is the first thing you do when you wake up on Mars? Oh, my goodness. On Mars. Um, <laughs> hope I don't die. I mean, exactly. I know I know that we there's yeah. some they're trying to, you know, experiment about people going to Mars. Would you go day. to Mars if you had the opportunity? I think I'd rather just stay on Earth. I know yeah, I know what yeah. to expect. It's a little too far. Yeah, yeah, I just going up into space. There's just a lot of variables. Yeah, not really for me. Not not for me at all. Okay, so uh, before we end out and celebrate our last national day, uh, I wanted to ask you one more question. So, um, who who do you who do you listen to? Who do you let? We we talked about your family and you travel and you go to baseball games and and stuff. And you've got your family, you've got your friends, and but who do you, who do you listen to? Who do you allow? to pour into you maybe from a spiritual standpoint maybe podcasts what you read who 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 sits at your table so um here in midland um i've got a core group of girls that we started a bible study six years ago and we met every day or not every day every tuesday at chick-fil-a mm-hmm. um great so, place yes so those are kind of my core girls that when I know I need some advice or prayer or anything, I'm reaching out to them. Um, uh, the pastor's wife at our church, Common Unity, D. she is wonderful to me. Hmm. She's a mentor to me. Um, so those are really the people that, you know, right here in, in Midland, Texas, that speak into my life. Um, as far as podcasts concerned, I mostly listen to um, Allie Beth Stuckey, mm-hmm. her relatable podcast um i listened to um a couple uh becoming something and um with the perrys those are two uh, spiritual podcasts that i listen to pretty consistently and then um i listen to the texan a lot that goes over texas politics so um texas politics yes i i didn't grow up in texas so i don't know a lot about how texas politics works so that's been super I love that podcast. Um, and then this year, I'm actually trying to read one book a month. So I've kind of right. done a little bit of everything, some fiction and some like personal development. So um, I read How to Win Friends and Influence People. I feel like mm. that's a very, you know, everybody should read that book. It was very, very good. And I didn't realize it was from like the 30s or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty old. It's still pretty practical? Oh, completely practical. Wow. Okay. Um, very, very, I would suggest it to anybody in leadership um, or really just anybody. Yeah. Um, and then I've read um, M is for Mama and uh, Raising Passionate Jesus Followers. Those are both parenting books. That's great. Um, and uh, I'm currently reading Why Do I Do What I Don't Want to Do um, I by need John. that book. Write that down, Chris. I yeah. need that book. Yeah, so I'm working my way through one book a month. And, That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Well, uh, the milkshake is great. Is this a dessert or a beverage? I go dessert. I, it's got the ice cream in it. Uh, that's we, we were talking about this earlier. It's like it's really listed as a beverage. But because it has ice cream in it, it goes dessert. But, man, I, I, I love this. But do you know there's another national day this week? And we're going to end the show with this because you didn't know you were going to come on and get all kinds of fun stuff, right? Well, on Saturday, it is National Guacamole Day. So we're going to get a jump start on it. Are you a Chipotle or Rosa's 
I'd probably go Chipotle. Chipotle, okay, there's your there's your Chipotle chips, and here is some Chipotle guacamole Ooh. for you. This and I'm gonna perfect. go roses and it's like the perfect green. I got my I got my <laughs> Yes. Oh wow, this looks good. Are you you big guacamole fan? I am. My husband unfortunately is allergic to avocados, so I don't oh, get no. guacamole often. <laughs> oh wow, so you got it now. So thank you so much. Kelsey, for being here, we've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. I like everything you said. I uh, just want to reiterate the concert for kids um, that's coming up October the 5th. Yes. And we'll put on the show notes how you can get a hold of that. And so thank you. Thank you for sharing uh, with us today. And we're just going to sign off now and have a little bit of guacamole and chips together. So Sounds as we great. always say, don't be sad it's over. Just be glad it happened. We will see everybody next week. Thank you for joining us. To connect with the guys, drop us a line at media at perf-kim.com. Thanks to our title sponsor, Performance Chemical. How you get there matters to us.